Let's talk about spring football. Spring is in the air, Clint. Mm. It's the pollening is happening. Could, it's getting all up into here. the sinus cavities. But uh, spring practice is underway there in Athens. And uh, that means G-Day right around the corner. And that mm. means after the long darkness that we call summer, it's going to be football season before you know it. And your defending champion Georgia Bulldogs are going to take the field. The question is, who's going to be playing quarterback for them i guess let's talk about it today on the lockdown bulldogs podcast you are locked on bulldogs your daily podcast on the georgia bulldogs part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Locked on Bulldogs, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making us your first listen. This Mm -hmm. episode is dedicated to the arrival of G-Day that is certainly close at hand. We'll have lots to talk about, lots of consternation. And Daniel, hold on, I'm I'm getting something in the ear. Mm -hmm. It's another guru or an insider. Here we are. Telling me that they have the inside track. Here we go. Oh, wait a second. There's a kid who's not even on UGA's campus that's going to battle it out and win the starting QB position. They're calling the shot right now yep. from Minnesota Tech is, Here we go. is what they're saying. That's right. Th- Listen, this is this is the prognosticator's dream mm. right now. Spring practice where Kirby doesn't give us anything. We have to guess as to what's going on. We have eyes and ears all around Ooh, the program. But I, had, I talked to somebody. Who said so and so is looking pretty good, Clint? Let's start here. We're going to talk, talk about the quarterback. Yeah, We're going to talk about let's do it. Spring practice. Let me start here. The most Unless important thing we'll say today. You, okay. The, two most important things. I'm going to say two things that are really okay. important. The one that you think, and the other, unless you are Mrs. Smart, mm-hmm. and even she, <laughs> even if you are, does not know mm-hmm. who the starting quarterback of UGA is, no matter what rep amount no matter what mm-hmm. rotation mm-hmm. no matter what zing on the ball you don't know you're okay. not aware the second there it is second mm-hmm. most important thing yeah here we go whoever comes out and starts yeah. for us yep. snap one mm-hmm. the name of which i don't care okay that's the person you want playing mm. quarterback for uga yeah. and Period. that's that's really the most important place to start because we are going to get into some of the pros and cons of each of these guys. We're, we might even give you, you sure. know, who who we think is, is most likely to to come out of spring as the starting quarterback. All of that is fine, and we'll talk about that, and this is sort of what spring practice is all about. But before we get into any of that, it is important to reiterate what Clint just said. Kirby Smart and Mike Bobo know yeah. more about football and playing quarterback than anyone listening to this podcast has ever even considered knowing. They know more about football than you do know about how to grill a grilled cheese sandwich. That, Not even close. More, I mean, it's... I mean, I do make a mean grilled cheese sandwich. Sure, quite. that's fine. You put bread and cheese together, you put it in a pan for X amount of time, and you put something on either side to make it crispy. Mm-hmm. That okay. something is called butter, but yeah, say more. Uh, look, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. 
for the people to be like, there's mayonnaise freaks out there. Daniel. Oh, God. I'm just saying they're out there. Don't come at me with your grilled cheese sandwiches. Look, they know um, more about football than we will ever forget. Yeah, about and so they're not – Kirby doesn't play favorites. Nope. Kirby doesn't pick the guy that you want. The, he doesn't based on, on star rankings. And if you need any proof of that, just look at every decision he's ever made about quarterback. And if Denver. you need any proof that you want the guy he wants to be quarterback, I don't know, just look at every decision he's ever made about quarterback play, Literally. and then you'll have it. Stetson Bennett, not here anymore. And that is a significant loss. There are people that are trying to knock Carson Beck, and we'll get into Carson Beck in a minute, second sure. second segment here. There are people out there, Clint, that are trying to knock Carson Beck as, quote, not being able to even beat out Stetson Bennett. These are the words being used. <laughs> and that's why he's not a good option for Georgia at quarterback. I'm sorry. Say say the logic. Daniel, contribute to tra the train of logic there. Go ahead. If Bryce Young were in Athens last year, he may not have beaten out Stetson Bennett for the job. And I know there's just people that are just going to be screaming at me. Just slow motion, absolute rampage at their the, the device that they are listening on right now. But all Stetson Bennett has ever done is win football games and be taller than 5'10 and an eighth. That's the so, those are the only things that he's ever done in his life. And throw a ball the same velocity as Will Levis and mm -hmm. have and faster and than Bryce faster Young. than Bryce Young and okay. the same distance. So it you say whatever you will about talent about whatever Kirby doesn't care about that. Kirby cares about winning yes. football games. Yes. And by the way, do you know how many other people on the current roster that are now vying for the quarterback position didn't beat out Stetson Bennett last year? By the logic of some of you saying, mm -hmm. Carson Beck couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Brock Vandegrift couldn't either. That's correct. And Gunner guess Stockton. what? If Gunnar Stockton had had an opportunity, he would not have been able to do it either. It wouldn't have because, happened. Oh, I don't know. Stetson Bennett is the greatest college football player of all time. So there's That's that. The now let's get into these quarterbacks. Let's get into some pros and cons. Let's get into some things that they do well. Um, uh, and we'll do all of that right after we come back from this. But first, mm -hmm. Clint, Clint's going to tell you about I'm going to tell you about Built Bar. Built Bar is the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. And right mm. now you can go ahead Love and that. get all of them Built Bars straight to you. Right now you need a ton of energy. Why do you need energy? Why do you need protein? Because you haven't left your couch in four days straight. It's... And you haven't eaten anything besides hey. processed Cheetos. Welcome to time. today. It's called Monday, and there's no basketball on TV. You're free to get up and move around. You can move You're around. You're free to move place. around the world. Go for it. Yeah. But up until, until Thursday. We'll you be back had, on Thursday. We'll be back. You had Built Bar. Built Bar, Tasty's Protein Bar on Planet Earth. Right now, they are loaded in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar. They taste like a candy bar because they are fantastic. Absolutely delicious mm -hmm. flavors all the way through. Orange chocolate, uh, mellow, crisp. Mm -hmm. The entire array built.com put in the promo locked on for 15% off your entire order. That's one, five, 10, 15, or 20. You can get them at Sam's club. You can get them at Walmart built bar, tastiest protein bar on planet earth. March madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the locked on college basketball podcast. 
Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Clint. So let's talk about these quarterbacks. Please. Let's talk about what they do well. Let's talk about where they may struggle. Let's talk about what people, what there is to like about each one of them. And I'll begin with Carson Beck, who's the elder statesman of the quarterback room. And I'll allow you to kind of have first crack here. What What is there to like about Carson Beck? Here's what's this happens specifically for Carson Beck because it's it's more extrapolated because he is has that seniority, but there's even more to like because this is the same offense that he's been running the entire time that he's been at UGA. Because That's right. Todd Munkin has been there. And as far as Carson Beck and his longevity is concerned, it's been Todd Munkin and I'm like Bobo continues what Todd Munkin has already installed. That's one of the biggest reasons they love this. The second thing he has going for him that all the quarterbacks have is again, they have these transfers coming in. Rara, by the way, is it, again, I, he gonna have a season. We may have talked about this on Friday at the pod with John. Uh, something, something to be watching for these transfer wide receivers. These wide right? receivers are gonna do because something. Love it and Rara. These guys, they're different. They are poised to have some pretty significant seasons in Athens. Okay, so you have those two things already. Now you go ahead and put in a guy who is not just a gunslinger, who is not coming in just raw talent, who knows how to make rapport, who knows adversity, who sat there, who's already been a fan favorite of other wide receivers, Jorge Pickens being one of them. Sure. And Carson Beck, what he has going for him is this arm action and 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 we sometimes hate that word but because we haven't seen it in games so all we can do is extract by the way all of this well, is extrapolation mm-hmm. but we right. have seen a small sample size we, i was just about to say the one thing carson beck has there opposed to these other two quarterbacks is we have seen a little bit of it in games now i don't want to over extrapolate it Okay. Now he's made some foolish decisions in oh, games. Oh, let's not. I but just... he has also come into some games last year, in particular, Clint. When he's that, made some throws, when that throw to the right side of that end zone on the run, bullet line, just frozen rope, like it's rookie of the year, and Disney mm-hmm. is doing some graphics. Like he got some sort of weird illegal arm surgery that he wasn't allowed to get, and now and there's, there's some just, funky loving going on. Daniel. Something when he pulls it back, it makes this creaking sound. <laughs> but then when he lets it go, wee, it's got a little, it's got a little pop. That's on what Carson Carson Beck has going for him. That mm-hmm. he has the arm talent that mm-hmm. I think is probably head and shoulders above the other quarterbacks in this UGA locker room. I think so. And then you move on to a guy like Brock Vandegrift. And I think Brock Vandegrift also has a very strong arm, yes. I think, by all accounts. But if you're going to summarize these quarterbacks and kind of pigeonhole them and, and try to differentiate them from the others, you would certainly say, I think, that... All of the quarterbacks can throw. All of the quarterbacks can run because all of the quarterbacks are quarterbacks after all. They're quarterbacks in 2023, which necessitates you must do both. We talked to 2024 recruit Ryan Puglisi, and we talked about the fact that quarterbacks, there's no such thing as a mobile quarterback. There's no such thing as a pocket-passing quarterback. There are only quarterbacks and people, and, and Anthony Richardson. Those are the only two categories. There's quarterbacks, and then there's Anthony Richardson. And then athletes who can backflip who get the ball hiked to them. 
He didn't even land the backflip, everyone. But I digress. You would say that Brock Vandegrift is the most athletic of these quarterbacks. You would definitely say he's probably the best runner. You would say that when the play breaks down, Brock has got the most tools in the toolbox at his disposal. He's got some speed. He's got some some power. um, He's got some physicality to him. And he's going to be able to uh, make something out of nothing as the overused phrase goes. Now, can Carson Beck rein that strong arm in and make accurate throws? Can Brock Vandegriff get fully digested into the playbook and make all the reads and make all the checks? Each of these quarterbacks, while they have advantages, they also have things. They also have questions, questions that, as we said, are unanswered because we don't have a ton of data on these guys, and that's what the coaches are going to be looking for in the spring practice. The who? The the I'm sorry, the football coaches who coach football. Thank you. And then there's Gunnar Stockton, Clint, who has kind of become. Are you getting this? He's kind of become like the darling of this quarterback room. I feel he like has. for Georgia I... fans. I and I, I don't know why it is. Wait. <laughs> That's a little Roy. I was, a, I was about to say I was about to say something disparaging of some of my friends who think Gunnar Stockton is a lock to win this job. But I'm not gonna say that thing that I was gonna say. Instead, what I'll say is this. I do think that Gunnar Stockton is a bit of the grass is always greener yes, effect sir. when it comes to quarterback. You haven't really seen him, therefore he's really attractive. Like this is, this is sort of the thing because you haven't really gotten to study the what you've got there. It's Meanwhile, that these other guys at the bar that from across the room you're like, check it out, and then you go over there and they open their mouth and it's Pee Wee Herman and you're attractive like, oh, one day, oh, not no. attractive the next day. So, oh, no. so the old Two Face, that's what you've got there, the old Two Face. Um, I. Gunnar Stockton seems to be the most balanced, I would say, of yep. these quarterbacks. He's got athleticism. Yeah. He's got he's got a a good arm. He seems to be a, a, the maybe the more accurate thrower of the three. Not really sure about that because again, we haven't seen him throw any in college, and so we don't know. What Gun, what Gunnar Stockton has is this sort of insane pedigree. Yes. And these high school records that are just that will just make your jaw quiver when you read them. We're talking about like only second behind Deshaun Watson in Georgia high school football history um, in terms of many statistics, um, yards, you know, wins, all that stuff. And so people are have enamored themselves with Gunnar Stockton. I don't know. I think the kid could be great, but he's certainly the guy that we know the least about. Uh, It is certainly the the guy that we know least about. We're going to come back after this and talk about maybe some outcomes that we see coming out of spring again. Not that we want to see, but maybe just kind of understanding the way that UGA has progressed in the past. Maybe just throw on our understanding of the culture. Mm. Talk about that next. But first, we'll let you know about FanDuel. FanDuel right now, Daniel, I don't know if you know, but FanDuel has understood what season it is. Well, I've understood 
that my FanDuel app has been opened more times in the last four days than any other app on my phone. I got preemptively called by a 1-800 number and it's, I said, no, I'm fine. <laughs> we're good over here. We're good over here. Don't you worry about uh, me. FanDuel, the number one sports book in America, the number one sports book for Lockdown Bulldogs and Lockdown Podcasts everywhere. Uh, tournament is heating up and now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. Your first bet does not win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained, which by the way, there have been a lot of. A lot of them. Some of them by seeds. Teams seeded lower than you expected. Then everybody, everybody thought was possible, mm -hmm. Daniel. Uh, plus, FanDuel lets you combine your bets for a uh, chance for a bigger payout with same game parlay. Don't miss the action. No sweat. First bet $1,000 in bonus bets. If your first bet does not win at FanDuel.com slash locked on FanDuel.com slash locked on. Learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Clint. Some potential outcomes here. How do we see this thing shaping out? What are the factors that we consider that lead us to not again not necessarily predicting certainly not saying what we want to happen certainly not choosing our favorite quarterback because that's foolishness that's stupid but if we were to uh, speculate as to what we think probably will happen okay in uh, at the end of spring practice um what would you say is the most likely outcome okay now here again i'm going with things that i know okay I know that Kirby Smart has handed over the offense to now Mike Bobo and Todd Munkin to continue on the success of lots of yards and lots of points. We are now an offensive juggernaut with playmakers everywhere. Brock Bowers is the best playmaker in all of college football. Mm -hmm. Two wide receiver transfers that could have breakout seasons, plus an onslaught of already speedsters. Plus stable of great backs, great backs, most Mike. talented offensive line that anyone could ever even conceive of. I said last year was the most cohesive offensive line we've ever had. It may be this year is better. And so our offense is primed to do it. I know that, but I also know, Daniel, how does Kirby have no problem winning games? How does he, he don't care if the game was 13 to nine and he won he doesn't care anything about it. He don't care. He wants to win. So he doesn't mind saying, hey, defense, I coach you and I'm directly responsible. I know how we're going to ball. We're going to keep players under eight. Now, that sort of philosophy, that sort of I don't care how we win as long as we win. Also with saying Todd, Todd Munkin, now Mike Bobo, do your thing. Here's what I know that I know that I know. The quickest way to see your stock as quarterback or UGA plummet and then sink to zero is try to play foolish with the ball. Try there to try to fumble, try to throw interceptions, try to be risk, not risky, but mm. try to be risk seeking. Try yeah. to be just foolish and stupid with it. Like you don't care. Like you're the best baller in the world and you can throw anything else up there. If you do that, Kirby has no problem saying, sit your butt down. I'll take somebody else that won't fumble, won't give the ball away, will keep me in the game because I know I have a stable of backs, great offensive line, and a defense that's going to hold people to eight yards. Let's go 13 to nine. Yeah, I, I definitely think the, those are the criteria. The, the, all the things that we mentioned, right? Um, incredible high school pedigree and success. Check. Incredible arm strength and velocity on the throws. Incredible athleticism.
All of those are wonderful things. Sure. None of those are going to be the thing that Kirby Smart and Mike Bobo used to make this decision. What you just said, that's what is going to go a long way into making this decision. Who puts the ball in harm's way? Who's throwing it over near Kamari Lasseter too much at practice? Who's throwing it up there? Malachi Starks is coming down with some picks at practice. Who's making the wrong read? Who's checking down to the wrong receiver? Who's who's expecting Brock Bowers to cut in when Brock Bowers is cutting out? Who's forcing the ball to 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 get it to the playmaker instead of taking what the defense gives them, reading and doing the system that Bobo has given them? Those are the quarterback. That's how Kirby and Mike Bobo, I think, are going to make these decisions. And again, we've seen some really good Carson Beck, and we've seen some really bad Carson Beck. I think unfairly, because the sample size is so small, this is completely unfair, but I think a lot of what people worry about with Carson Mm -hmm. Beck is the throwing it into windows that are not there, making poor decisions with the football and potentially turning the ball over. We've certainly seen that in games in brief instances when he's been in the game i think for again fairly or unfairly and probably unfairly he kind of has a little bit of that type of reputation now so now you're in a situation where if that if that's true about him you have the guy who's has the most seniority most familiarity with the system most time spent with stetson bennett all of those are to your advantage huge pluses is also maybe the guy who's prone to do the things that Kirby and Mike Bobo least desire in a quarterback. And so it creates, I think that's what people see. The people that are, because this should be a no-brainer Carson Beck decision, right? If we're honest, this should be a Carson Beck, it's your turn, go play football until you're ready, until you leave, and then either Gunnar Stockton or... um, Brock Vandegrift are going to take over for you. It should be that decision. Sure. Maybe it will be that decision. Kirby Smart certainly said there's three guys competing for this job. He certainly is never going to say in a press conference, this is Carson Beck's job. Do you know, again, when you will know the starting quarterback of UGA? It's it's absolutely, and, and listen, Dewan Mathis called and he said, don't get too used Thank to you. the guy that ran out there first. <laughs> Because we may have a little bit of a short leash with him, okay? We may need to put in Stetson Bennett, the greatest college football player of all time, to win us the game. Like I said, throw yeah. a pick and see what happens. That's right. So it, it's. I think that's why people have made this into a, a stiffer competition than maybe you would imagine that it should be because of exactly what you just said. If Carson Beck is going to put the ball in harm's way, if he does that in practice— if he's not making the right reads in practice, then all of a sudden the door is open for Brock Vandegrift or Gunnar Stockton to come in and say, Coach, I don't know, little old me is just a steady Eddie, just reliable guy. I'll just, you know, what if I just throw it to uh, the open man every time and we just take six, seven, eight yards each time and uh, play broke down. So what if I just elude the pressure and get out to the right here and put the ball down the field? It, it opens the door for some more of those guys to get in there. Each of these guys is going to get a look. And um, I, 
I still expect Carson Beck to be the guy. If I, I was a betting man, which I am, I would put money on that. Sure. But I don't know that it, anything is a done deal in terms of the quarterback room. And again, we don't have a preference. Nope. We don't care. No. What we want is for Georgia to keep winning football games and mm -hmm. championships. We have a strong preference that that continue to happen. It's, it's again, really the only thing I care about. And um, Kirby Smart also happens to care about that deeply as well. A so great deal. It really works out in our advantage. It's a, it's a symbiotic relationship. It really. really is. You know, we get together, we chat. He doesn't know that we're in this kind he of relationship. He doesn't know that we're best friends, but we are, we're exceptionally close. And so yeah. it works out great for everyone. It does. Uh, it has been Locked on Bulldogs, part of Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. We'll see you all next time.